Secrets to Real Estate Investing, Episode 62. Welcome to the Secrets to Real Estate Investing podcast by House Flip Masters, where you will learn powerful strategies from top experts in real estate investing, and you will find valuable information to take your investments to the next level. Now, here's your host and expert real estate investor, Holly McCann. Well, hey there. Welcome to another exciting episode of Secrets to Real Estate Investing. You have me, Holly McCann, as solo today again. I've just been so excited and anxious to be sharing more of my own experiences and knowledge with you, my listeners. I've connected with a few new investors in my local area recently, and I've just really seen a need to instill confidence in people. How do you get confidence? You get confidence from knowledge. People say knowledge is power, and it definitely is when it comes to talking to people about buying deals and interacting with people in the real estate investing world. So today I'm going to share with you some of my personal experiences of interacting with realtors, hard money lenders, and sellers that it's um, really hopefully going to be helpful to you because I know it's so scary and intimidating, or it can be at the beginning when you've never talked to anyone, any realtors, uh, about having them bring you deals, or you've never talked to a seller, you've never talked to a lender. We all have the fear of the unknown, or some of us do. Some of us just get out there and have all this confidence. But I'm here today to share with you some tips and my experience that you can kind of tuck under your belt and feel like a little bit that it's your own and help you to have that confidence when you're talking to people. So to begin with, I want to share with you, I have kind of a backwards real estate experience story. My husband and I started buying an auction first where there's not really much networking involved. We did network with someone who became a team member that bought for us at the auction and he had runners and stuff. So that was the extent of the networking, but we didn't have to go prove ourselves to realtors or lenders or sellers. We just had to prove ourselves to this one guy and all the proof really was, was how much money you got in the bank, which we had money in the bank. We started with that advantage. Not everybody does. Most people start into real estate investing with little to no money, certainly not millions of dollars at their disposable, at their disposal that they can just go and um, acquire properties. And when you don't have lots of money in the bank, I know you don't have lots of confidence either. And if you're trying to wholesale, it's a whole different game than if you're buying for yourself to flip. I uh, and my husband purchased probably close to or over 100 properties at auction before I started networking with realtors and other people to find deals. There was basically for us an unlimited supply of deeply discounted houses in Southern California when we started in 2008, so it was nine years ago now, um, for the first, I don't know, three, four years. It was just unlimited. We had cash, we could buy houses, no problem. Well, that opportunity 
evaporated right before our eyes when these big hedge funds came in and would push us little guys with a few million right out. You know, they had hundreds of millions of dollars to put to work. They could pay full market value for a home, do a minimal make ready and rent it because their goal as a hedge fund was to get maybe a 5% return on their investment. So they were buying rental properties in the Inland Empire in Southern California at higher prices and we could begin to consider paying for flips. So my husband turned to me and said, you like to go talk to people, go find us some deals, go network with realtors or whoever and find us some houses that we can buy at discount to flip. And it was interesting as I would go to interact with realtors, the reactions, some of them would say, oh, that sounds too hard. Some of them would immediately, when I, if I introduced myself and said, hi, I'm a real estate investor, I'm a cash buyer, I can close quickly, I'll buy it with you, I'll resell it with you, because that's what I did back then. They, some of them that were experienced and savvy would turn around, turn it right back on me and say, let me see your proof of funds, let me see your LLC doc, and how many deals have you done? Like, some of them almost sounded angry. And I said, okay, no problem. I've done over 100 deals. Here's my LLC doc if you really want it, but it's not really your business and it doesn't matter. You never need to see it. It's going to go into escrow, into title. You as an agent never need to take you know, ownership or possession of my LLC docs. And here's my proof of fund. Sure. Yeah, I got cash in the bank. I can do this. I'm legit. But obviously, these realtors had been burned and hurt before. I had one lady say, oh, I was in escrow once and this investor, quote unquote investor, had told me, you know, that he could close and all he was, was a wholesaler. He had no funds to close. He couldn't perform. It made me look bad and the whole deal fell apart. So she had put her trust in someone that had failed her and made her look bad. So I understood where she was coming from. Of course, I empathized with her and tried to win her over to me. I don't think I ever bought any deals with her. I said, oh, that must be really embarrassing. That's awful when your reputation is ruined because your buyer didn't perform because it reflects badly on that realtor as if they didn't do the proper due diligence on their buyer and make sure that they could perform. And, you know, it's tough for a realtor. How are they supposed to know? How are they supposed to know that the proof of funds is legitimate and that buyer can perform? So that was, those are the questions she threw at me real quickly. So be aware, be prepared, and have answers to those. How many deals have you done? Show me your proof of funds. Do you have you know, your LLCs? Show me your LLC doc. You know, she wanted to see some legitimacy. Maybe you want to get a website up and point people to that. Um, I do have a, a website that's not very pretty, but um, it shows a little portfolio, I think, of you know, 10 or 12 homes that we've done with before and after photos because that lends legitimacy and trust. So if you want to check out my website, I think we're, we're going to change it soon, but it's modernpacifichomes.com. And at that website, you can see a little portfolio of our before and afters, as well as an, on hardhatholly.com, you can see a little portfolio too. I could put some more up, but I don't want to bore people with before and after photos of over 200 homes. That would just be overkill. <laughs> I try and put up the prettier ones and do some from various cities so that people can see the areas I work in, which are quite vast. We've done all of Southern California.
And um, next, I uh, want to tell you about a story of a realtor that I did have success with. I've done over 10 deals with him. Uh, I haven't asked his permission for his name, so we're going to call him Bob. So Bob and I were in escrow for our first deal through a bird dog that we'll call Ryan. So Ryan found this guy. Ryan was running around looking for deals, networking for me on my behalf. Uh, I allowed, I had a letter saying that he represented my company and he had a proof of funds of mine. I said, don't just go showing this to anyone and everyone, but you know, someone that we could legitimately buy a deal from, that's okay. So Ryan met Bob and told him about Holly at Modern Pacific Homes. And Bob said, well, let me see her proof of funds and LLC docs. Once again, he wanted that. So I let Ryan show that to him and we got in a deal. And I was telling Bob, hey, I'm real excited to be doing business with you. And he said, well, I've got to tell you, I've had a lot of people say that they can close deals. But when Ryan presented me your actual proof of funds, your bank statement, with the account numbers blacked out, of course, your bank statement and your LLC docs, I knew you were legit. So he may not, he didn't really know that, that I was legitimate because, you know, people can do shady and fraudulent things, but obviously I performed and we bought and sold over 10 houses with him. So that relationship went really well. So be prepared. The message behind this story is be prepared, sound confident. When you go and start talking to realtors, which is a potentially great way to get deals. I, I got a deal just in the last month from a realtor and another one um, a year ago from a realtor through networking with them. They know I'm a cash buyer, fix and flip investor. So you have to have confidence with them and have a good storyline. Say you're brand new. And if you are brand new, I recommend kind of teaming up with someone, someone like myself, someone that has a track record, someone that has experience, if you can get your foot in the door and talk with them. And what this is what I do for local wholesalers in my area. I tell them to tell the prospects, tell the realtors, that you are part of my team. You're part of Modern Pacific Homes. I'll even get the wholesalers business cards because I don't have enough hours in the day to be going out and sourcing all the deals that I'd like to buy. So I tell them to say, oh yes, we have fixed and flipped over 200 homes. We have you know, proof of funds in X dollars. We're ready to act fast. We can close a house in two to three days, you know, as fast as your seller wants to. And I tell them to lean on the team experience. So when a realtor tells, asks them, how many deals have you done? They can turn right around and say, we've done over 200 fix and flips in Southern California. Here's the website. You can see some of our work. And they can have an air of confidence instead of the alternative. How excited is a realtor to work with you when you say, um, I'm just getting started and I'm kind of learning about it and it seems good and I'm gonna do wholesaling because I don't have any money, but I think it's gonna go really good. I'm gonna try and get rich and um, you should do all this work and then I'm gonna try and find someone to buy it. Like, come on, like that does not sound exciting. And me as a realtor would not be excited to talk to somebody or work for somebody with that kind of story that they're telling me. So, you know, your best bet is going to be to team up with someone and lean on their experience or 
you know, I, I would not say that this is your first deal. Whatever you can do to avoid that. Maybe you've bought and sold homes for yourself in your lifetime. Maybe you've bought and sold and moved five times. Say, oh, I've done five deals because you've bought and sold those homes and I'm looking for more. You know, that even sounds better than, oh, this is my first venture out. You want to have an air of confidence. Um, I want to address the issue of proof of funds because realtors and title and everybody is going to consider a hard money loan not to be a cash sale. I know at the real estate education courses, they'll say hard money is as good as cash. Write it up like cash. No, nobody really will allow you to write it up as cash. There's still a loan that has to happen. There's still an approval process. There's still an appraisal process. There's still somebody making a decision that could veto the deal. So just know that a hard money loan is not really the same as cash. And one thing I will do a lot is I will show proof of funds cash to have a deal um, in escrow. And then I will confidently, casually tell them, oh, you know, we decided we're going to go ahead and put a loan on this rather than using all our cash on this one. We'd like to keep the cash for something else. So my heart, my lender is going to, you know, get working with escrow and they'll be able to close still, you know, way faster than you guys anyway. Because personally, my hard money lenders can have closed as fast as like three days. They don't like to, I make them work too hard for that, but have a hard money lender that can act fast. And then, you know, there's your alternative. You can make it a cash sale and then switch it out to hard money, but don't make it hard. Don't make it a big deal. Just make it smooth and quick and seamless because I do that frequently. I don't want to pay cash unless I really have to. Uh, another question that um, I have like a little list of questions that a realtor might ask you, at least in the state of California, this is kind of the lingo, the jargon they would use if they're writing up an offer for you. So I want you to be prepared and know like how to answer this. If, so a realtor, if I were going to write up an offer for someone and the offer is called an RPA for residential purchase contract, that's what we call them in the state of California. Um, you'll have to know what they're called in your state or your country. You would, um, I would immediately ask them for the deal terms. I'd say, oh, how much is going to be, how much should you put down for your EMD? which is your earnest money deposit. That's the amount of money that first goes into escrow as your earnest money showing good faith that you are gonna you know, close this deal. It's not your entire down payment necessarily. It could be, but it's that initial little deposit. Might be 5,000, might be 10,000. On a big purchase, maybe it's 50 or 100,000. But be prepared and know what the acronym EMD means, earnest money deposit, and be prepared with an answer for that realtor so you're not floundering and flustering and saying, well, let me call my partner and find out. Know that in advance. How much cash do you have available that you can wire in within three days? That's the requirement. And the standard contract in California is three days to get your deposit in. They'll ask you, how are you going to take title? Uh, what that means is who's buying the property? In my case, it's my company, Modern Pacific Homes. If you're a wholesaler and you plan on assigning it, it might be your entity or your name, and you might want to add and or assigns. That freaks out some realtors because they might have, you know, flags going up, alarms going up, oh, it's another wholesaler. And maybe you are a wholesaler and you do plan to assign it, but that is how you've got to have title written in there 
for your contract for you to be able to legally assign the contract. So it could be your name and and or assigns or your entity name. They'll say, oh, what about contingencies? Don't say what are contingencies, what contingencies are you talking about? There's something called an inspection contingency, which in the state of California is 17 days for your physical inspection contingency. You have standard, unless it's changed, 17 days to have a home inspector in, roof inspector, termite, you know, all this stuff going on. And after 17 days, the seller has the right to require you to remove that contingency. And they would issue what's called a notice to perform if you haven't. Once a notice to perform is issued, you have two business days um, to get that contingency removed. Besides inspection contingencies, there would be appraisal contingencies and loan contingencies. And um, typically with a regular retail buyer, the loan contingency I believe is 20 days, the appraisal contingency is there while the loan is getting final approval. Now as a quick cash, quick close buyer, you're probably gonna say you have, you're removing contingencies with the offer. There's a box that you can check on our state of California form that contingencies are removed with the offer. That means you have no contingencies. If you're a wholesaler, that is not a good plan because your buyer that you're gonna assign it to is probably gonna to want to inspect. So um, it would also look more appealing to your seller and to the realtor if you shortened your inspection period. Maybe it's 10 days, which should be plenty long for you to get another buyer in and remove the contingency. If it's really you buying it to flip it, maybe it's only five days. I've made mine as short as three days with a seven-day close because I want to look attractive and appealing. Like, this is so much better than going to retail market and waiting and having people come in and all these surprises and negotiations with requests for repairs and all of that. And it's really important that you educate your realtor making an offer saying, hey, we're not going to make requests for repairs if you're really not, of course. I mean, I tell them, hey, this is an as-is deal. I still want to inspect it to know what I'm getting into, but I'm not going to come back and renegotiate the price down for repairs or things I find. Unless you know you might do that. And I know plenty of investors that will do that. They'll give one price and then go and inspect and say, well, we have to knock off five grand or 10 grand because we didn't know about X, Y, and Z. So it just depends on how you are going to do business, but act in integrity, do what you say you're going to do, and don't go back on your word because the real estate world can be small and news travels fast and you can have a really bad reputation. So make sure you're preserving your reputation and acting in integrity. That is one of your most valuable assets as a real estate investor. So have in mind how long you want for contingencies. My typical offer is going to say no termite report requested, which typically a buyer would request that of a seller, and they would ask for what's called Section 1 repairs, and that could include tenting the structure for termites and replacing any termite-infested wood or dry rot wood, which we have especially by the beach here. So I say no termite report, no termite inspection. I'll tell them, you know, five days to remove my physical inspection contingency. Maybe I want to get my contractor in to get a bid. 
I make it easy. No loan contingency because I'm not doing a loan. No appraisal contingency. And I show all these as big selling points as to why the seller should take my offer. Maybe it's lower than other offers, but hey, it's I'm going to be an easy deal, easy transaction. None of me asking for termite work and repairs and all that. I'm going to be a dream and it's going to be done quickly. Your realtor will also ask you how long of an escrow do you want? So you need to be prepared with that. That will be dependent on how long it's going to take you to get your money, do your inspections, and or how long it would take your hard money lender to fund, or how long it's going to take you to find another buyer to take it down. So have that in mind. I'm usually seven days. I mean, I closed one as fast as three days, even with a condo association that had to get me HOA docs and do all that. That was like miraculous. I loved it. It was fun. So there's just some little terms that will be thrown around with a California contract. If you can, you know, bend a realtor's ear in your area, hopefully you've taken some notes and we'll have this in the show notes of what the key points of a California contract are. Earnest money deposit, how you're going to take title, how long for your inspection contingency, loan contingency, um, how long to close. So, you know, total length of escrow. Do you need and want a termite inspection or termite work? Those are kind of the standard things for California, but ask your, get a local realtor, say, hey, would you sit down with me and tell me what the key factors are? You could throw these out so they know what you're talking about. And then, you know, if you're in Florida, you're not going to have all the same things. Some states, you've got no termites. You don't need to worry about that. But the length of time for all of these different factors will differ by state. So get your hands on one of your state um, realtor contracts to know what those are. With all of this in mind, you know, if you are working for a team or a more experienced investor, that investor will dictate all of these and tell you how to go in and approach it. Or maybe if you're working with someone like me, I'm the one talking to the realtor, I'm telling them the terms, and you, the newer person, is sitting there listening and learning. And getting that confidence from hearing someone like me go through and talk about it. Um, one more thing I'd really like to address is entities. So when someone says, let me see your LLC docs, if you're new, you might not have an LLC. In fact, I tell people um, in California, don't even get an LLC until your income from that activity is reaching about $45,000 a year. If you haven't made any money, might not be good to get an LLC. And we have a podcast episode on that with Matt Owen. It's in the 50s. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but Matt Owen did a great job about talking about entities. One great thing that you can also use as a strategy if a realtor starts to question you when you say, we're putting it in modern Pacific homes and or signs, and they go, whoa, what is that about and or signs? You can confidently come across and say, well, my CPA usually advises me on which entity I should put it in based on everything going on in our portfolio. So I need to check with him or her and find out how they recommend I take title. That's a really good answer. That sounds like you're very savvy, sophisticated, and you got a lot going on. So that's a great answer to give them. Say, I need to consult with my CPA or my lawyer to find out which entity I should put this in. It's a great cover story when you are planning on assigning it. And then when you do assign it, you can just make it look like 
oh, this is one of my partners and we're going to put it in his entity instead of mine. You can talk that way and still maintain your integrity and your confidence and the whole thing of everything, you know, how you look and that you look good to the realtor and to escrow so that you're performing and you're acting in accordance with your word. So that's about it. Uh, if you have questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. You can go ask me questions on my Facebook page, which is Hard Hat Holly. You'll recognize me with a pink hard hat. Hit me up with questions right on there if you have um, questions that you'd like to ask or questions that you've been asked and you're going, what? What do I say to this? Or that you are embarrassed or caught off guard and you don't know what to say. It's really helpful to, that we can help other new investors kind of be prepared and to know what to expect, what questions will be thrown at them. And with that, I just want to remind you that you can um, get some more help with this. I've created a mini course um, specifically about the real estate terms and jargon that's used in our industry. I have included in that mini course a over 200 term PDF download that you can have all these common real estate terms and I've added some little notes of my own as well as I've recorded almost a full hour um, that is five videos reviewing what I thought were the most important and kind of frequently used terms and terminology to help you sound more experienced. Like when people say, how much is your EMD? And you're like, EM what? What are they talking about? Yeah, so I go through in depth with these over 200 terms. I don't review all of them, but I've recorded five videos that I share some stories and examples to help you have confidence and clarity to help you when you're addressing realtors and hard money lenders and sellers, just so that you seem um, more in the know. When you're not a pro, but you wanna sound and look more like a pro in your experience, this will be a great thing to help you. So there'll be a link to it at hardhatholly.com forward slash 62. And you can look at there and you can also go directly to go get this little mini course, which is only $19. Just think of it like you're buying lunch for me and we're having a talk and I'm just downloading and brain dumping to you for an hour for 19 bucks. What a great deal that is. So you can get that right at hardhatholly.com forward slash pro because you want to sound like a pro. You don't want to sound like a newbie that doesn't know what you're doing and blow a chance to get a realtor one over and sending you deals. So definitely go to hardhatholly.com forward slash pro, pick up the course. You can email me and send me questions and comments. I'm so excited to help you as you are going on your real estate investing journey. I am so excited for you to make some money, achieve financial freedom, and even if not financial freedom, just you know, make an extra five, ten, twenty thousand dollars this year. You know, or midway through the year, how would that make a difference in your life? If you could make another five grand, 20 grand, 20 grand, you know, just in the next six months, like, could that help you? So this little mini course will help you on your way. I'm really excited to be offering you that and can't wait to hear about your success. If you'd like to get frequent weekly updates on my new podcast releases, text hardhat all one word, no spaces, hard hat, to the number 38470. 
That's 38470. If you text hard hat to 38470, I will give you weekly notifications of when the latest podcasts are released, as well as the downloads. We have free downloads almost every week, and that can really help you in your investing journey. All kinds of great documents, cheat sheets, and helps. And also want to invite you over to Hard Hat Holly's real estate investing team, which is a great networking group on Facebook, would welcome you to come over there. We'll approve you within 24 hours. It is an approval process and it is a closed group, but we will approve you, assuming you're legit and not a robot. <laughs> We'd love to have you in there asking your questions. You can have direct contact with me in there and helping others, looking for deals, selling deals. It's a great place to network. And I am all about networking, having bought over 100 deals just from networking. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you give us a rating and review on iTunes if you haven't yet. That helps more people find us, more people to be in our circle, more people to network with and buy and sell deals from. So thank you so much. And with that, get out there and have some great success. If you found value in today's episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show. You can find our show notes at our website, houseflipmasters.com, on the podcast page. Also, to get our top tips for finding deals without spending lots of money, go to houseflipmasters.com for your free download today.